Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Bill Belichick sending a message to one of his star players. Let's see if he gets that message. It's Chris Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. In 30 minutes, Ike Taylor will join us on the NFL and the last week of preseason games coming up before we get going in the regular season a couple of weeks down the road. That in a half hour. Right now, we turn to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And to me, this is interesting. It's not often that you actually hear Bill Belichick suggest that it's somewhat of an important week for a player, but he has said that in relation to Mac Jones. Let's hear a little bit of Bill Belichick. The guys who have been there, somebody has to show that they're better than them, um, or that player has to be unavailable, all right? And that's, that's the way it is at every position. That's not, it's not unique to any position. It's, that's the way it is across the board. So you can talk about that in relation to Mac Jones and Cam Newton, and you can read between the lines a little bit there because Cam Newton right now is unavailable. He's he's scheduled to rejoin them here in the next day or so after his violation of COVID protocols that seemingly annoyed the Patriots. And when he was asked directly, if this is a big week, For Mac Jones, Bill Belichick said it is. It is a big week. Here's more from the Pats head coach. The fact that Cam started last year and he's here, somebody's going to have to play better than him. I mean, we're not just going to take a job and say, okay, here, this is gift wrapped for somebody. You know, But training camp is all about competition. And there's an element to who the starter is, but there's also a competition. And in the end, the competition is going to decide how things go in any given year. This gives him an advantage, Matt, for Jones to beat out Cam Newton. I have to tell you, Cam Newton, after what transpired last season, had COVID, and then this year puts himself in that situation, accidentally or not, to violate the COVID protocol, does not help you. I think Cam Newton at times might be still caught up in the idea that he's Cam Newton of 2015, that he's the MVP Cam Newton. If he's paying attention, he should realize that Mac Jones is right there and ready to take the job. Do I think Bill Belichick wants to play a rookie quarterback? No. He'll play him if he gives him the best chance to win. And that's the one fact that we all sometimes forget We get caught up in whether or not, well, they spent a high draft pick on him. Well, they did this, they did that. Well, they're paying this guy this much, so he's got to play. Generally speaking, coaches will play the players that give them the best chance to win. Novel concept, I know. Crazy to even consider, I know. Do you think that somewhere for Bill... He right now believes that Mac Jones is going to give him the best chance to win. My guess is no. Well, my guess is also he doesn't want take he doesn't want Cam to take that for granted. And it's not certainly not saying 
that at some point this year, that could be the case. Because, of course, it could. Cam right now looks like he is close to done. And I know how great he looked in the preseason the other night and and everything that he's done in his career. But let's talk about this for a second. Let's, let's define what done is. Done to me is a quarterback that can't sustain the rigors of an entire NFL season and play at a high level all year. He may be able to play at a very high level for three or four or five weeks. Is he going to be able to do that all year? I don't think so. What would... What over the last couple of seasons would suggest that he would be able to? I think the thing that we always forget about Cam Newton, we talk about him being 32. Think about all of the hits that he has taken in his career. And then it becomes a little bit more clear as to why you don't necessarily want to Count on him for the entire year. I don't think Bill does. And I think he's saying to Cam, with these comments this week about it being a big week, it's not just challenging Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones needs any challenging right now. I'm wondering if Cam still thinks he's Cam of 2015, the MVP Cam. All he has to do is look at the tape from last year and realize You know, outside of the beginning of the year, despite what happened, he is not the Cam Newton of 2015. He is not the MVP Cam Newton anymore. Download the Overheard podcast for curiously delightful conversations. Overheard around National Geographic's headquarters. Presented by the City Advantage Platinum Select Card. The card built for your next adventure. A trade made in the NFL this morning that very much affects the fortunes of the Patriots and another leading contender in the league. We'll get to that in just moments. Meanwhile, though, 5G is here, and the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract and get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299 all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money, straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise, 5G capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Sean McVay got a new toy today, but is it one that can really make an impact on his offense? That's next. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Coming up today on Today in Gullet Jr., Jackson State head football coach and pro football Hall of Famer, Deion Sanders. As our countdown to the kickoff of the football season rolls on, Deion Sanders with Janae Angola Jr. Today at 5 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash Greenberg and use code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash Greenberg, code Greenberg, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply greeny the podcast very very interesting trade for the new england patriots this morning or more specifically for the Los Angeles Rams. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Now, if you're not getting the new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G or Z Flip 3 5G, you're just doing it wrong. Pre-order now. Get up to $299 uh, to get up to $200 in Samsung.com credit. Valid through 826 while supplies last or at select retailers. See additional terms and conditions at Samsung.com. In case you missed it this morning, the New England Patriots traded Sony Michelle, the running back, to the Los Angeles Rams uh, in exchange for fifth-round draft pick. It was, it was a, a late-round pick. Could be up to a fourth, depend, depending on his amount of time, and then a conditional second pick as well. And it sounds very... Mm, I wouldn't say nondescript, but it's one of those trades where you had a player that underperformed in New England and they're going to look to get rid of him to send him somewhere else where he might be a better fit. And as we've seen with the Patriots over the years, it has always been about sharing the backfield with a few different runners. But there's one part of this that's particularly interesting to me, and it's the fact that he's going to the Rams. Now, if you look at Sony Michel's career, he has never really been somebody that put up a lot of big numbers in the passing game. But if you look at last week, in his last preseason game, granted, he had two of his three years where he had single-digit catches, but he had four catches last week in a preseason game for 37 yards. You're like, Chris, what? That's like nothing. That's nondescript. Not in this case. 
Because look at the offense that Sony Michelle is going to. The Rams are a team, as we know, that we're looking to maximize Cam Akers in the pass game as well as the run game. Now, Daryl Henderson looks like somebody that can be explosive and can fill that role pretty well, but was this a move for depth? Was this a move for motivation for Daryl Henderson? Maybe Henderson, after the injury, got a little bit more comfortable in being the starting role, uh, the starting running back, or is it just all of the above? You know, Bill Belichick is very, he's close with Sean McVay. Everything that he does has a reason. And when I see Sonny Michelle, who has those two seasons with single-digit total catches, catch four balls in one game, and then get traded to an offense that wants to really feature a running back in a passing role, it makes me think that Belichick almost did it for McVay so he could get a look at him on tape in a game. Oh, yeah, he can catch the ball. He can do a few different things there. I would not be shocked. I mean, look at what they did with Jimmy G trading him to the San Francisco 49ers a couple of years ago. To me, this can really help the Rams who need that, I don't want to say premier back, but the guy who is a certifiable weapon that other teams have to account for. Matthew Stafford is going to light it up this season. Matthew Stafford is going to be an MVP candidate this season. I have virtually no question about that. He could throw for 5,500 yards this year. He might throw for 6,000. I know it's crazy. There's 17 games. Don't forget. But he could throw for 5,500 yards this season. And adding a player like that, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to drop uh, Daryl Henderson, and you're going to now draft Sony Michelle in the second round of all your fantasy drafts. No, 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 no. What I would say is monitor that situation because that, to me, is very, very interesting. The other thing that is, I, I just, I, I'm absolutely blown away by. Let's take Mac Jones out of the equation for a moment because we don't know that he's going to really be in a position to start right away because of how Cam Newton plays. Think about the other rookie quarterbacks this year. It was, I would say, universally assumed that Zach Wilson was going to be in the worst spot of any of the other rookie quarterbacks. Bears had a really good defense, right? The the Jaguars, they're turning things around. They're, they're getting better. They've got LaVisca Chenault, and they've got, uh, they drafted Travis Etienne, and they had James Robinson. And then, you know, you have the 49ers, where where could a quarterback ask for more to go than a guy like Trey Lance, who everybody seems to want to start right away, which is patently absurd. We'll get to that in a second. Zach Wilson is probably in the best position of any of those four quarterbacks as a rookie this year to have success. The Jets have a much improved offensive line. They went and invested in the offensive line, in free agency and the draft, and made it better. And as a result, he's going to have more protection to work with. It's not a premier line, but it's more representative than they've had in recent memory. 
They have more weapons to work with now, with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore in the passing game. There are, uh, Jamison Crowder, there are guys there that can help him be successful. Look at Justin Fields. What's the Bears' offensive line situation? In a word, not good. Yeah. Jacksonville's offensive line situation. Oof. No. No. I mean, there is legitimate debate. We've heard Mike Tannenbaum talk about it. We've heard others talk about it. That maybe the Jaguars shouldn't be playing Trevor Lawrence right now behind that offensive line so that they don't get him killed. It's not the worst idea in the world. They just lost Travis Etienne for the year. And then the 49ers, the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback who can lead them to go win right now. And you want to play Trey Lance right now? Trey Lance, who played all of one game last year and has been a starter for one full season in his collegiate career in one double A. You want him to come in and take over an NFL team right away because you threw, saw him throw one gorgeous pass on a bomb. Trey Lance should be nowhere near the field this year unless it's an abject disaster for Garoppolo. The 49ers have their sights set on winning. The 49ers' best chance to win is going to be with Jimmy Garoppolo. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Small business protection just got easier. With more than 30 coverage options available, Progressive has you covered. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. What rookie quarterback is in the best situation? We will ask one of our experts in just 10 minutes. That's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Greeny, the podcast. Ike Taylor, two-time Super Bowl champion, joins us in three minutes on Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. If you missed any of the show, you missed Jesse Rogers last hour. Lots of Yankee discussion, lots of discussion about the NFL. You can always find both hours of the show posted daily as a podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts. And as we 
Always remind you, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Small business protection just got easier. With more than 30 coverage options available, Progressive has got you covered. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Dwayne Haskins is going to start the last preseason game for the Steelers. Now, Dwayne Haskins is obviously not going to be the starter for Pittsburgh this year. Is he even going to be the second-string quarterback? Mason Rudolph is likely to be the second-string quarterback. He's not playing. So Haskins gets a chance to play with the number ones this week. Can he save his career at all? It feels unlikely that Pittsburgh is going to be that place. If you can't beat out Mason Rudolph for the number two job, maybe at some point he'll be able to show that. But in the preseason this year, he has not been horrible. But one thing needs to be pointed out. Plenty of people, plenty, including this bulbous individual sitting right here, felt like Haskins was going to be a really, really good quarterback. I got caught up in a 50-touchdown year watching him play, throwing bullets all over the place for Ohio State. And you realize it was only just one year that he got a chance to do it. And so he went to the NFL, and there was still an awful lot of immaturity there. One person who did get it right, at least seemingly right now, comparatively speaking, is Dave Gettleman, the Giants general manager, who took Daniel Jones instead of Dwayne Haskins when most of New York, including me, most of the country, felt he may take Haskins there instead. Now, Jones is in an interesting situation because he has not played in the first two preseason games, and the Giants are trading this week when they have uh, joint practices with the Patriots and their final preseason game Sunday night against New England as their dress rehearsal for the season. There's been a a lot of different ways that teams have approached this. Some have wanted to get their guys into play early, and then they're going to sit it out like this was the fourth preseason game, and then there's teams like the Giants. No Saquon Barkley in this game. They don't really have a great feel for where Barkley is going to be once he gets hit, and the first time he's going to get hit is in the regular season. And that's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for a guy like that coming off of an ACL to feel really confident in what his particular situation is with making moves, with being able to cut, with being able to cut back, shiftiness, all of it. Such a massive part of Saquon Barkley's game. The first time he's going to get hit is in the regular season. And for Jones, this is a do-or-die year. You've got weapons, you've got an improved offensive line, and the Giants are capable of winning the division, and they're also capable of tanking. And 95% of that ends up in the lap of Daniel Jones. What kind of quarterback are you? They used to get four and five years to show themselves. Now you get three. Last year was a regression. There is no getting around that word. It was a regression. 
He was injured a bit, but he took a step backward. This has to be a season where Jones elevates his teammates and elevates the Giants. The Cowboys are the heavy favorites, as we know, in the NFC East. They are always, always a team that looks phenomenal on paper. That's great. That's great. It doesn't much matter. Does anybody in the country think that the Cowboys are going to go win 13 games this year and just roll? With Dak Prescott, who may not be nearly as mobile as he has been in the past, and he's had a shoulder injury to boot. The NFC East, a little bit more open than you think it is. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Right now, my pleasure to welcome in two-time Super Bowl champion Ike Taylor, who joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Goodyear helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Ike, it's Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. Appreciate a few minutes. How you doing? Chris, how you doing, bro? Thanks for having me. Doing very well, Ike. And I'm curious as to what has really caught the most of your attention here through training camp and the preseason so far in the NFL. Oh, man, it's the, uh, it's the young quarterbacks who, as rookies, not looking like veterans, just ahead of the curve when it comes down to catching their playbooks, understanding coverages, and not looking like rookies when it comes down to being on the field in preseason. So who in particular, Ike, has stood out the most to you? For me, it's been Justin Fields slash Zach Wilson. So when I'm, when I'm looking at these two guys, I'm looking at how far the curve they are. And the reason why, man, you just go back to whether you're 14 years old or whether you hit high school, you didn't damn near did like 10,000 snaps when it comes down to high school slash 707 drills. You know, so football for a quarterback from a standpoint have damn near became a year-round kind of, kind of sport for them. So they, they get to see all the coverages. They get to see, you know, the mismatches. They get to see the line fronts, and they don't have to be in the season. So when I, when I see this, when I see a Zach and when I see a Justin Fields just kind of be comfortable in their own skin and not letting, you know, the stage be too big for them, I understand why. I, you, you've been there. You know the look in the quarterback's eyes when they know what they're doing. Does Wilson have it above everybody else right now? Um, I don't know if Wilson has it above everybody else because uh, I look at the offensive line and look at the run game. Um, even though they did acquire Corey Davis, his receiving court isn't that bad at all. It's just that goddamn New York media. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be built. You gotta, you gotta have an Eli Manning kind of, you know, body language, personality. I don't give a what kind of attitude to deal with that New York media. It's, it's, it's a reason why they call the New York media one of the media capitals of the world because it's not for everybody. So far as like being an athlete, yes, I think he got, I think he got it. Now him dealing with that New, New York media and coming from where he's came from, time will tell. Ike Taylor, two-time Super Bowl champion, joining us on Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. He's joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Ike, um, which of those young quarterbacks is set up to succeed 
in the shortest term? Who, who has the best opportunity to Trey succeed? I think, I think Trey Lance from the San Francisco 49ers should start week one. Um, really? Everybody calling me crazy. Yes. But how I'm looking at it, what's the same reason I'm looking at it is Wilson's. You know, how I'm looking at it is Trey Lance has been proven. It's a different kind of pop. It's a different kind of energy when Trey get in the game. You know, when Jimmy Garoppolo, when he gets in the game, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, he, he's going to be Jimmy. Everybody understands. But you can just tell the body language. And I tell people all the time, look at the body language to the coaches and the guys on the sideline. Look at the defensive players on the sideline when a new guy comes in. They've been going against Trey Lance for a lot, a lot, a lot during this offseason and, and training camp. They see the extra he brings to the team. So I look at the sideline when Trey get on board. I look at the defensive guys, instead of sitting on their butt and, and resting their legs, they get up on one knee and they look to the sideline and, and they tap each other and they be like, oh, yeah, he did that in practice. He didn't wind up doing that in the game. That's what I look at. So when I look at the energy, I look at the bouncing the receiver steps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I look at the Chris routes the tight ends make. So when, it, when I see all that, I'm like, man, he the one. So there is no need. This this ain't the old days no more where you should have sat. This ain't the Aaron Rodgers day. This ain't the Big Ben days. It, even even four years from from the past, this ain't even the Patrick Mahomes days where he sat behind Alex Smith. If these guys got the juice right now, you play them. For me, and the reason why I'm saying you play Trey Lance right now because he has an offensive line, he has the wide receivers, he has a badass tight end, and he has a defense. So I'm not asking him to throw for 300, 300 yards a game. All, all I'm asking him to do right now is not turn the ball over. And if you have time to scramble, you may scramble. Just make sure you slide. That's how I look at the Trey Lance situation. That's why I think he should start in week one. Ike Taylor, two-time Super Bowl champion, joining us here on the Goodyear Hotline. All right, I, I pretty much just spent about four minutes before saying the exact opposite thing. And my, my rationale here is that he uh, has played one game in two years, a one-year starter in one double-A, and, it, you know, we've seen him throw a dynamic pass or two. But, Ike, where does the risk outweigh the reward for a team that's built to win now? It, it ain't the risk. It's, it's, well, where there's no risk, there's no big reward. That's one. you got to look at it as a financial advisor. If you want to be conservative, you're going to have a conservative life. If you want to take risks and have a big reward, then there you go. But at the, at, at the same time, why not? You know, we, we keep looking. It's a lot of guys in the league who didn't play, who didn't play or high-round draft picks who has multiple years in college, multiple years in high school, has a great resume in high school, all state in high school, um, all, all SEC, all conference in, in, in college. You get to the NFL, you can't find them. Mm. So now all of a sudden, we just got to stick on one game plan when it comes down to coaches. So we just going to discredit the 10,000 snaps these kids then had coming from, you know, whether you're 14 to the time you get into college. We, we just going to – it's a new day and era when it comes down to these quarterbacks. They're not just sitting – Peyton Manning back in the day, honestly, I think Peyton Manning kind of started this 707. So back in the day, these guys weren't taking 10,000 snaps in the offseason. These guys weren't traveling 20 years ago and, and having 707 tournaments. 
it's a little bit different now. So that's that's the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. And the league has turned into a passing league, and it's taught to protect their quarterbacks. So why not? All right, Ike, let's shift it to Trevor Lawrence for a minute. There has been the thought that he has such a bad offensive line that maybe the Jaguars would be better off not playing him. Where do you come down on it? Oh, man, I ain't even looking at the line. Um, I just wonder, looking at the sideline when they played the Saints, is it too big for Coach Urban Meyer? Really? Is the NFL too big for him? That's, I wasn't even looking at Trevor. For me, Trevor was going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. I think Trevor going to be a heck of a quarterback. But when I saw Coach Irv, Irvin Meyer on the sideline, I say, man, I wonder if the NFL is too big, if this stage is too big for him. There is no such thing as my team is better than your team athletically. When you get to the NFL, it's who's one of the best coaches. It has nothing to do with talent. It's my coaching is better than your coaching. Not my guy can beat your guy every day on a one-on-one matchup. No, my coaching and my philosophy is better than your coaching and philosophy. So that's what I saw for the Jackson for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wasn't looking at Trevor. I was looking at Coach Urban Meyer. And I was saying to myself, Lord, I hope this stage isn't too big for him. But that's what it looks like. Ike Taylor joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline on Greeny, coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Ike, is Daniel Jones going to be a franchise quarterback, or is he going to be just another footnote? No, he's a franchise quarterback, bro. Okay. You know, Daniel Daniel, Daniel got the juice. Some, some guys just don't got the juice. Daniel got the juice. You know, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel got the juice and the it factor. You know, so it's just with the with the Giants, man. They finally got him a, a a coach. I think that everybody believes in, and they believe in their coach. And Daniel Jones been doing good his first three years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not like he hasn't been putting up the numbers. What he got over five thousand yards. So automatically, his first couple of seasons with with the Giants with a with a okay so far Giants. He been doing the numbers. He's been keeping the team. He himself has been keeping the team in games. So now you give him a Saquon back to get him some receivers. Hopefully they don't trade Ingram because I think he's a, a, a hell of a tight end. Man, you give him a few pieces around him, man, with a nice little defense. We got action. But we got action because it's Daniel Jones, and I feel like he got the it factor. So is this a year where he elevates them? Do you look at the Giants as a team with him playing at the level that you I expect? thought he did that last year. Can, I thought he did that last year. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll argue counter. It was 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. He was a little bit banged up, too. Yeah, but at, but at the same time, though, you got to understand, man, he was banged up and he still gave him a chance. Like, he, he himself gave him a chance. So you can look at the stats. So are you looking at the stats? Are you looking at the games? Are you looking at, are you looking at man, the quarter, this receiver tipped the ball or the All ball got it. tipped? Or All of it, it watching him last many, year. Okay, so how how many interceptions did he actually throw? So he, when somebody talks to me about interceptions, okay, like Jameis threw thirty interceptions, he threw fifteen for show. Yep. He threw about five to the crib for show. Everything else is tip balls, bro. Ain't nothing I can do with a tip ball or receiver 
or receiver not catching the first time, he wound up getting hit and it drops in the in the DB lap. But there's Jones, not much I can do. It's gonna go on my resume. But Jones has had the issue with fumbles too. Jones is fumbling the football too. So th- so you're making my point. <laughs> he's my guy, and I he's my guy, and I gotta ride with him. All right. He's he's the only one consistently that I feel like I have a chance that that we ha- that we have a chance to win the ball game. So yeah, I'm gonna put a lot of pressure. I'm gonna throw in the playbook, and he's gonna have the ball in his hands when I think it's crunch time. That's, that's basically that's 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 my point. Last one for you, Ike. Appreciate the time today. Yes, sir. Uh, is there a story? Is there a player? Is there a team? that is not getting the attention they deserve right now for what they're capable of doing this year? Damn, boy, that's a loaded question. Hmm. Um, Damn, that's a loaded question. Damn, that's a loaded question. (laughs) God, dog, I'm trying to scroll through the divisions. Well, I I mean, let's put it this way. Is Is there a team that feels like they need to do, they need to have this be a, a defining year and I'm gonna stay with the Giants. I'm gonna stay with the Giants. Okay. I'm gonna stay with the Giants. What do you look at them? Do they are they they look to me and we've obviously disagreed on quite a bit so far, but they look to me like a team right. that could go win eleven or twelve games, win the division, or it could all fall apart apart on them. How do you see them? No, nah, I think I think you're right the first time. Think about it. They didn't really get blown out of games. I think they got blown out like what twice last year. Mm-hmm. So so they, they won't get blown out. So that's what I was saying about Daniel Jones. Like it it wasn't like straight blowouts. Like they were in games, they were just finding a way to lose them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's that's how I look at the Giants. Oh, one more other team, the Chicago Bears. I love Justin Fields. Chicago. Love him. Yeah, the Chicago Bears. Yes, sir. Awesome stuff, Ike. Appreciate the time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Two-time Super Bowl champion Ike Taylor joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Ike tells you what he thinks, and it's outstanding stuff. I mean, you you can hear the passion and truth in all of his opinions. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out, so you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, or a bigger screen. And you use your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card to uh, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that put you toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for your Bank of America card at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021. Bank of America Corporation. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And I just gave you some phenomenal stuff right there. I personally disagree when it comes to Daniel Jones and the Giants. It's not just the numbers that were somewhat pedestrian because of the injuries, but also the fumbles that were an issue as well and have been for the last couple of years, where he's got to combine 20 fumbles in his first two year, years. That has to change for them to be competitive. If you haven't heard already, I'm here to tell you, the new Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G is 
life-changing. It's ultra-compact, but it makes a big statement with bold colors and hands-free videos. So get your new Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G today at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with your carrier. The NFL gets more and more interesting by the day. And with three preseason games just total this year, to me, the teams that are going to play their starters quite a bit in this third preseason game, I think they're the ones who get it. I understand wanting to treat this like a last preseason game and not get anybody hurt. But at the same time, you've got a couple of weeks off here and you need to hit the ground running. Chris Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.